0: For just kind of off the cuff again. So all right. Yeah, these playoff ones, I don't really. I mean. Yeah, it sucks not being in the playoffs. You're asking, when will they post it? When will they talk about my team? When will I hear bald guys talking football? Welcome. Our friends to another emotionally gripping edition of Ball Guys Talking Football. Yes, playoff edition is here. Some of us made it, some of us have not. We are here for what we were trying to get to this whole season. I am your host, the guy that will walk through next year undefeated, David Kochanowski. Joined by the guy that loves to choose Darren and watch him burn, Eric Nisnik. Please apologize properly to Darren and Max. I make no such claim.
1: Darren's my team and he's going to win.
0: Dang it. (laughs) All right. Well, we are joined by our legal counsel, the guy that we go to to be bailed out of jail or pick up a great bottle of rosé. P.J. Hoffman and Associates, thank you for joining us. I guess it's just P.J. Hoffman. No Associates needed. No, uh,
2: no, but glad to be here. glad to be in the playoffs. So
0: one is the loneliest number on the podcast. You are the only one out of this group that made it congratulations. Uh, hard fought division, your whole division made it. Um, none of us on my side were able to scoot in. So, uh, congratulations to memo, I guess for, for being the lone winner out out of our division. So Nobody had you picked, and he, he did it, so congrats to him. All right.
1: I, I called him earlier today, and he asked me to address him as a division winner memo, so <laughs> it's definitely getting to his head. He better pass out uh, mug or jugs of beer or whatever again that,
0: that he did two years ago. <laughs> All right. Well, that brings us to uh, news and notes. What do we got? Most everybody's on COVID, correct? Yeah, that's
1: been the biggest thing. I mean, I I think we're, PJ's always on the, we can always look to PJ for the uh, COVID latest updates on on the league. It seems like you're following that type of stuff. So from from what I gather, there's a lot of uh, league-wide outbreaks going on. Um, Some notable names, uh, Odell Beckham, uh, Jarvis Landry. They're not on the same team anymore, but they're both on the COVID list, so um, there's, there's multiple players out on, on different teams. It sounds like this whole Omicron thing is hitting some of these teams. I know the Bulls are switching to a different, completely different uh, league. The Bulls canceled two games, so um, they're, they're getting hit. They were going for, like, D-leaguers and stuff like that. So um, it's kind of crazy right now. Um, PJ, any, anything to add on the COVID stuff? um yeah you know i don't want to be the the naysayer
2: i don't want to be uh mr dr doom here um but i think we're going to see a bunch more um you know cases whether hopefully you know knock on wood everybody's safe but i think we're going to see a lot more cases um as people have started to relax a bit so you know knock on wood i hope everybody's okay um but i think this might might be a disruptive force in the next few weeks through sports we'll see yeah
1: yeah it it definitely looks like there's a wave coming so the now's the time to buckle buckle up tighten down and stuff you know hey they don't care that it's uh it's not the real playoffs it's only fantasy playoffs for us so i mean they're they don't care about it but anyways the next part i think um uh, i think the other big news that everybody was kind of shocked at uh, dave and i were talking about it a little bit Uh, i mentioned it to someone else earlier in the week um, but we found out that um, Derrick Henry might be back by the playoffs. So it sounds like it's a week 18. If he, if he is coming back is what the latest I heard today when I was listening uh, to a podcast. And I was like, Ooh, that might be just missing the, the playoffs, but it's kind of interesting. At least then you get to see, and maybe Max can see what, what he got for his, um, you know, cheap uh, bid there. So um, that should be interesting. And then just a bunch of like, I don't know if they're knocking anybody out because uh, uh, from the latest I read, it sounds like uh, Lamar might be back. And I I saw last night, uh, Kyler was limping a little bit, but a lot of those uh, running quarterbacks seem like they got hit with some injuries. Um, I know um, Tyson uh, or Tyson Hill was uh, dealing with something too, that was affecting his running. So a lot of the running uh, quarterbacks are, um, Going to be a little less running during these playoffs, so that that's the thing to watch on. I think Darren's got to keep an eye on the Lamar Jackson. That's a that's I think the biggest playoff implication. So well, I believe you all... already
0: took care of him, Eric.
1: <laughs> that's all I got for news so far. So all
0: right, uh, anything else to add? Nope. Good. All right, let's move along. Let's do recap. Recap last week. Uh, about a volatile week. Um we had I think you were billed as the toilet bowl, Eric versus uh Ken. <laughs> uh Ken uh just barely squeaked it out, one eighty five to ninety-three. So uh valiant effort. You almost you almost got a hundred points on him. Uh Eric, was it was it as close as it looked?
1: No, I mean I I had no chance in this. I mean we looked at the matchups and I mean he's yeah, he, he's He's going to be good. You know, he's back to being like one of those stud teams and stuff, especially with Cook, the way he's been producing the last couple of weeks. Um, I think, uh, yeah, that's why you picked him up.
0: Yeah, Cook obviously. For uh,
1: practically nothing from the other division winner over there.
0: 35 points out of Cook, 30 points out of Aaron Rodgers, 24 out of uh, Najee Harris, 24 out of Justin Herbert. Uh, He's rounding into – good for him. Even, uh, you know, Chubba Hubbard only got him nine points. He had Russell Wilson on the bench with 21 points. Odell on the bench with 16. So, um, you know, Odell should come out of COVID by the time they need him. I bet. And McCaffrey is, well, he's gone. So, but, uh, he's looking good. He's looking like he's got the depth and he's in it definitely for the long haul. That's for sure. PJ, any comments?
2: Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, think about how good his team would be if it had
1: Sam Darnold. on him.
0: <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, he he if they could play four five quarterbacks, Ken would rule the world. But he'll just yeah. have to deal no, one hundred eighty five no. point losses to Eric.
2: Yeah, that's uh, that's it's impressive. I, I would say that there's not a team that has a ceiling mm-hmm. as high as his in the league. Um, it's going to take something real to beat.
0: To be yeah, so good win for Ken, uh, chugging along. Uh, I took out Darren. Um, I didn't even need my uh, my second running back. I just uh, figured I'd leave that blank. I took him down 131 to 102. I knew I had all all the luck, all the momentum once Eric picked him on my side. So I thought about sitting one of my quarterbacks, but I didn't want to embarrass him that bad. So I figured just sitting sit in one position would be uh, good enough. Um, but yeah, so I got good point production out of uh, Williams, out of the Denver running back. Uh, Stud Fields on my team—that guy is going to carry me to victory next year. So I'm I'm happy. Uh, any comments, Eric?
1: No, um, I mean everything that I saw from Fields, you got to be pretty happy. I mean, even if uh, even if he's not throwing the ball all over the place, but I mean, you look at him—he's he's trying to push that ball downfield. So I mean. I don't know – I'm not saying as a quarterback, quarterback, you got to be really like, hey, he, he. we don't know what he's going to be. I like what I see so far. But as a fantasy guy, he's throwing that ball downfield. He's running uh, smart, you know, really smart. This is the second week in a row that he's used his legs. I mean, that's a player that, like, hey, you uh, you could, like, really put um, as a cornerstone next year going into it, I think. so.
0: Yeah, I'm hoping hopefully- to- – they get a substantial. Uh, they get a uh, offensive coordinator that moves them around and gets them out of the pocket and lets them run a little bit. I'm all right with that. Uh, uh, PJ, any comments, thoughts? Um, yeah, I'm just I'm kind of sad that
2: um, you won uh, because it changed. It's the one of only two uh, matchups that determines seating in the playoffs. So um, yeah, beating Darren was a was a big deal. Uh, yeah, the, that... you wanted that
0: six seed, didn't you?
2: <laughs> well, I, yeah, I didn't have a choice. Um, I would love that six seed, but um, I'm in the fifth spot, and uh, it means I got to play uh, Buzzsaw and Dom. Um, yeah, we talk more about that in a minute, but um, you know, g- good luck, Darren. Uh, you also get a buy, and that's uh, nice.
0: So. Yeah. All right, and that brings us to uh, Dom versus Max. Dom 153, Max 119. Uh, so Dom, uh, getting the win, I think he pretty much won out most of the end of the season, was able to, uh, you know, get that fourth seed and, uh, get positioned a little bit. Well, no, I guess, I guess he probably would have wanted the third seed to get, play six. All right. No, actually, no, I'm off on that. Never mind. Uh, your thoughts, your comments? Go ahead, PJ. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, you know, it's a, uh... A solid victory, uh, I think. Uh, Dom's team, one fifty-three, it just speaks to you know. There's only a handful of teams that are putting up one fifty or, or higher on a given week, and he's in that top echelon. Um, you know, glad to see Max put a competitive uh, team up. One twenty is not uh, is nothing to sneeze at, but um, yeah, you know, good on Dom who comes rolling in, uh, ready to ready to kick some butt in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. Valiant effort. And, uh, you know, if he gets 20, if he inserts Derrick Henry into that lineup, takes out uh, David Schultz at 0. 0.9 points, and puts in Derrick Henry getting 20 points, he's right back up there with a really good looking team for next year. So, yeah. uh, be interesting to see what happens there. Eric?
1: Yeah. Um, so, just some comments on Dom's team. So, Patrick Mahomes, everybody's this week was like, well, is he back? Is the. Offense back, they looked pretty dominant. Um, this was the first week, and for some reason, they were. Everybody was like, "We don't understand it." the The, um, the tape on, on beating Kansas all season and slowing that offense down was the too high safety, and like Las Vegas, like refused to run it. So um, Patrick Mahomes pretty much tore them apart. Um, he was passing all over the uh, the field. Is that sustainable? Our teams going to switch back to that too high safety look against them? That's been slowing them down. You don't know. So we don't really know if, if, if Dom's going to be seeing that a lot. Um, what I do like, and I know that everybody was giving him a lot of flack. Um, uh, Metcalf has been almost um, not, not playable for the last couple weeks, but last week there was some signs that he might be getting out of this. He had a couple penalties um, that took away some points from him um, that, that, you know, he could have had a much better day on there and it looked like Russell was uh, sort of targeting him a little bit more and stuff. So um, that might be a sneaky, hey, uh, this guy might get hot at at the right time type of deal. You got to worry about what Robinson's doing right now. I think Mixon just had a a rough day, but um, Dom does have one of those good teams. It's just, it's going to be interesting to see if all those players can sort of like line up and you know, do what they're supposed to, because I mean, he's got some, he's got some horses on his team, man. He's got some studs. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. All right. That uh, brings us to memo and uh, Brad memo getting lucky with the just crappy schedule. 112 to 90 big win, big winner, big division winner 112. I don't know that that's going to get it done now that he's in the playoffs uh Brad I needed you to win and it would have been a different story I would have been able to sneak in but uh could not do it so uh you suck Brad no uh good luck with your your loser bracket and Eric your thoughts on Memo making the playoffs
1: David Mills getting them 19 points man that ah just like and then just Brad had some what like some rough playing on his team with Heineke and McLaurin getting shut out and everything. i mean, just, ah, man, come on. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. Memo's, pre- Memo's going to have a rough time going up again. Like he's definitely, I, I think you would have had a better team. I think Max might have had a better team. I think there were a lot of better, better options in that six spot. Scott's got to be kicking himself I mean... a little bit right now. Look
2: at Maddie's team, right? I mean, Maddie is, is, the, is the third most or fourth most points. I mean, he is, yeah, like Scott's team was up and down. Matt just had a terrible start. And then, like, you know, when he had to make a run, ran into some really, really tough matchups. We'll get to our matchup between Matt and I. But, like, he's been up 150, or, you know, in the last uh, week or two. That is uh, – that's someone who could play. Um, and he just, you know. Memo shut him out. I think Matt in, in some ways, like, it's a huge deal that he made the playoffs uh, because that means that three, you know, big players in this league over a number of years with Scott and Matt and Dave, like, not making the playoffs, That's a those are champions. So, uh, kudos to you, Memo, for, for shutting down some champions and, and inching your way, like the Chicago Bears, um, you know, into a backdoor 7-7, and 500
1: Playoff uh, spot. You got to look at it and just like Murray, one yeah. rush for one yard and one TD. He got him 6.1 points. I mean, legit, that was like the one carry that got him anything.
0: <laughs> but I mean,
1: he maximized that one carry for one touchdown. Uh, man,
0: lucky. Uh, yeah. All right. Then we had Scotty versus Sean. Scotty, 164. Sean, 136. Impressive, you know, putting up those points just to fall a little flat. Uh, Sean backing into the playoffs, the number two seed. Uh, but looking good. You know, it's going to be interesting. He's got the bye week, so he'll uh, get a little bit healthier and hopefully be able to, um, you know, get the four running back uh lineup going for him that I think can get him through the playoffs and maybe a win, uh, another championship. Eric, your thoughts?
1: Yeah. He's got to get AJ Brown back. He's got to get Thielen back. He's got to get like Camara a little, or uh, Elliot a little bit healthy. It was good seeing Camara do what he did last week. I mean, he's been, I mean, it was the jets, but let's see that be a little bit more consistent. I think Montgomery has been, Getting, he had 88 percent of the the um, snaps on on field last week. So, and he's going to be up there because of his quarterback. You know, Brady's just been non nonstop. So, um, he's still a tough out. Uh, I think he's. I, I think he slipped a little bit here with with just some uncertainty, but um, he still could win it. You know.
0: Yeah, I, I think Elliott's got a get going they got to do something especially now with pollard with the foot injury although they said he's supposed to play i i don't see how you play with a partially torn plantar fasciitis but yeah. we'll see what happens uh pj
2: yeah um you know congratulations scott um you know that that doesn't it doesn't mean a whole lot given the, the, the where we're at but yeah sean's team is you know sean's team's interesting and uh, you guys pretty much nailed it i think he's got the lowest ceiling but the highest floor of any team uh, in the playoffs and you know you can win by putting up 130 to 145 every week uh, depending on what the matchups are so we'll see what happens
0: brings us to our last matchup maddie versus pj pj finally putting maddie out of his misery this the fatal death shot to the heart ending his well regular season at least uh 149 to 164 pj tell us how you dismantled maddie
2: let me just say first of all maddie's a hell of a competitor um put up a huge week um probably belongs in the playoffs uh uh, you know had he not had the bad luck earlier in the year and uh look it took both of our teams uh more than 30 points over the original projected scores that's that's bananas um You know, 149 puts out most teams uh, and wins uh, most matchups any given week. Um, 164 by me was was absolutely crazy. Uh, I'll say I'm extremely lucky to be in the playoffs. Um, Frankly, shouldn't have come to that uh, because well before that, I should have beaten this team uh, a few weeks ago. uh, And so it shouldn't have been an issue for me. Um, But, yeah, I'm lucky to be in the playoffs because, you know, Kansas City, my defense scores – 24 points um you know that's that's about the difference um you know between winning and losing there um matt stafford had a huge bomb to van jefferson in the game uh against arizona and you know that pass alone was about the difference um in points between our teams so you know really came down to one pass um for you know 58 yards and a touchdown from my quarterback to my wide receiver um, that really was the difference in points between our matchups. So, uh, you know, I tip my cat to Matt. Uh, I tip my cap to Matty because he is a um, hell of a competitor. And, uh, you know, I'm sure he's going to do really well in the um, consolation bowl.
0: Yeah, tough loss. He, he had his two starting quarterbacks on bye weeks. He had uh, Jonathan Taylor on bye weeks. So he definitely matched up with him for sure on the right week, too. Uh, Eric, your thoughts? Yeah um
1: so th- th- just looking forward on on your team any um any concern with the Aaron Jones uh cuz it looks like over the last several weeks he's been losing those carries to Dylan so i mean it's he's, he's become very touchdown dependent he obviously had a really good game for you two touchdowns a rushing and a and a um receiving touchdown but and it, it seemed like, uh, Dylan got him to that, that spot. And then they, they switched him out to, and he's become more, sort of like a vulture, but any concerns on his, his sort of upside on your end? Um, uh, oh. PJ. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, any,
2: see, anytime he's playing the game and is not hurt, he's going to get double digit points because he's got such a great balance between the pass points and the running points. Um, and frankly, he's the favorite to get touchdown stuff. So, yeah, the touchdown stuff is, is what you know, gives him his, his ceiling. But its floor is, is always there with, um, you know, catching you know, three to five passes uh, a minimum uh, plus, you know, uh, you know, 12 to 15 runs. That, you know, that's, you're at about 20 touches there. That's, that's solid, um, particularly in the, in the Green Bay offense. So, yeah, I'm not worried about Aaron Jones at all. Frankly, I'm just glad he's healthy. And the fact that they're handing him the ball, Near the end zone is uh, is huge. So um, yeah, I'll take twenty points from him at, all week, anytime.
0: All right. So that uh, brings us to the seating. Um, well, we'll go over the seating when we go over the matchups. But uh, basically, uh, Ken coming in first overall for the the year. Uh, Sean second. Um, t- technically, Memo is the third seed, um, but he was seven and seven. Where dom was nine and five pj was eight and six uh darren was eight and six um and then we had a bunch of seven and sevens after that so very interesting uh season and then uh we'll we'll see how these playoffs go so uh all right that'll bring us to our guest topic pj take it away
2: thanks so um This is my one of my favorite topics of the year. Um, It's okay, you know. It's it's a whole new season, and that whole new season is the playoffs. So we have to relook and rate and think about how do we look at the playoff odds? How do we look at each of the teams and their strengths and weaknesses? Who are the favorites going forward? Um, You know, this is like a whole new season that starts over. Um, So let's we'll go through each team. I'll give them a a playoff odds. as if you were betting on those teams that I'd love to hear, you know, what you guys have to think about, like the, uh, you know, where's the value pick? Uh, Am I off with any of these? Uh, And and get your thoughts. So with that, let's start with, um, I'm going to start with the top two teams because they both have a buy in the playoffs. That is a game changer. Um, It means that you can escape a a bad week or a so-so week or running into someone who puts up 180 points. Um, you know, you get to start with just having to win two games. So um, Ken and Sean are leaps above in terms of, of chances to win the championship. I put Ken as the number one overall seed, uh, but also the number one team in terms of playoff odds. I put him at plus 130. So if you're betting on a team to win it all, Ken's at plus 130, the odds on favorite to win. Um Coming off a 185-point week, he has the ability to put up as much as 200 points, which he's done this year if all of his guys go bananas. Um, he's got Cook back and healthy. He's got Rodgers and, and Herbert looking like world beaters. And Debo Samuel at this point is actually playing better all around, including quarterback, than Sam Darnold. So he looks like the team to beat um, in the playoffs. Any
1: uh, any thoughts on Ken's team, plus 130? I mean, he's, he's – we've been talking about it for such a long time. I mean, yeah. the, the, the amount of depth that he has, you know, the amount of superstars. He, you lose a guy like, um, you know, uh, Christian McCaffrey and you've still got the stud running back crew, you know, that, that says a lot. So, I mean, I don't think – I think Ken's the team to beat. I think we've been saying it all year long. Um, yeah. I mistakenly picked him in a podcast a couple weeks ago. Uh, I must have fallen off the wagon. Was drinking that day, because I don't know what I was thinking when I
0: said that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. No, Ken definitely. Uh, his players have had really good seasons. I think that's uh, a lot of it. He he had his rookies play quite well this year, for especially when you're ragging on the wide receivers and such. So, definitely uh, odds-on favorite to win it all for sure. Yep.
2: Yeah. Chalk, chalk, uh, chalk, chalk, talk there. So um, second is Sean at plus 200. Um, again, he's, you know, he's he's the only team that gets to start for running backs in his lineup because Patterson has the wide receiver and running back designation. Um, he's got top tier quarterbacks. His players are all healthy right now. He's, again, the most consistent team in the league. Every week he's got over 100 points. He doesn't really have any holes in his lineup. Um but the lack of ability to put up like a 180 point a week is just probably out of the grasp of, of the players on this team. So his ceiling's lower than others, but as I mentioned earlier, he's the most consistent. And I think you know if there's a team that you know puts up 130 to 140, uh, you know, two weeks in a row, and runs into someone who has a bad week or an injury during the week, um, you know, he he has a chance to win it all. So I have him at plus 200 um, as the second team on the board. Any any thoughts on that?
1: Um, yeah i mean i'm just looking at it i mean i i think he's uh, you're right when when your analysis is saying that he's got the best floor um i don't think his ceiling is as bad as what you what you might think i mean i think he can uh get up there i don't think he is where Ken is or even maybe Dom's team as far as ceiling goes um but i don't think he's i, I don't think he's far you know, that far off in like the third or fourth slot in that, and I mean he's still very deadly. The, the the, the consistency is what what's really going to bring him along, and um, having that that buy, I mean, he, he got to put him up there as as a odds favorite again just because he's getting the buy.
2: Yeah, I,
1: he he and he and Kenner in
2: their own league, and then we'll get to everyone else to come to odds. With.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree with you, and I like his depth at wide receivers. That he can, uh, he's got plenty of guys to move around. He does need to get AJ Brown back and Thielen to get a little bit more healthy. Um, I like Mac Jones and Prescott. You know, they both struggle at times, but um, I think he can play the right the right game, have the right matchup with those guys, and then having the four running backs I, I, just really solid. So, if anybody can take out Ken, I think it could be him. Um, I think he can put up the 180 points, but obviously I think Ken, Ken's team has shown that they can do it more consistently. So we'll see how, how it goes, but definitely I agree with you. He's definitely an odds-on favorite to, to be, in the, be in the end game with, uh, with Ken.
2: Yeah, the, the bye week is, is, is a game changer. Um, all right, so here are the folks that don't have the bye week. These are the folks that actually have to do the work this week. Um, Dominic Piscatello. Third off the board. If he had a bye week, I think he. I'd put him right up there with Sean's team as well. Um, I'm at plus 350. Um, he lives or dies by Kansas City's team, so you know they've been coming around the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as as Niz, I think did a great job of analysis. We'll see what uh, defenses do with uh, Mahomes, but if they let him run around like going bananas again, and he. You know, let's Hill go off. Um, you know, Dom could take people out with just those two alone. Um, he's got high end talent, really, you know, the best of the teams without a buy. But I will say, and, you know, not to toot my team's own horn, which I'll come up next, is he's running into my team and it's a tough matchup. Um, you know, frankly, both of our teams are in the same division. We've seen each other, or, you know, we know each other's plays. Um, You know, and uh, but you, you know, Dom's done a really good job of managing his team well, and and we'll see if they're up for the fight. So I got him at three plus three fifty.
1: I think this is where you and I will will start to differ, just because I got to give the edge to Darren, just based off of that first week matchup. I mean, if you're if you're doing odds, and I got to look at it, and it just the fact that he's got to survive, memo. And, and Dom's got to survive you and vice versa, it, I think it definitely would give him an
0: odds bump just because of that. Yeah, good call. I think Very good called. point. And yeah. the, the, I'm a little worried about Dom's running backs. You know, he's got two. He's had running back issues. He loses one. He's He is essentially done unless he can somehow pull a miracle pickup. Um, but James Robinson has not been looking – too great these last few weeks, too, on top of the tougher matchup. So I actually would put him, yeah, below Darren, for sure.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I, you know, the, I think the matchup stuff matters. I'm just thinking about all these teams that have to play either Sean or Kent. And um, of the team, of those four teams, I just don't see Darren beating Sean or Kent. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. Um, yeah. Right, up next, I have myself at plus 400. I think the winner of Dom and my's team is the favorite uh, uh, of, the, of the not Ken, Sean teams. Um, my team is the second highest scoring in the league. Uh, I put up 180 points and then 160 points in the last two weeks. So I'm kind of really cruising into the playoffs with my guys hitting on all cylinders. Um, Kittle is absolutely bananas. Right now, um, Jones, and <laughs> Eckler, Jones and Eckler are healthy. Um, I'm getting Keenan Allen coming off of COVID. Um, and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, Stafford is Mr. Consistent. Um, so if I can pick the right quarterback, um, I think I'm going to have a chance if my defense and, uh, and kicker hold up. So, uh, yeah. What do you guys think? Plus 400?
1: uh possibly i mean it's the the i still like the idea of darren just slightly ahead of you again um i i i think you have some consistency issues in the um in the wide receivers i uh, i know that Kittle uh, and uh, yeah I've been following the Kittle thing because I'm a big fan, actually, of Kittle. I like Kittle a lot. Like, I mean, I root for the guy. Like, it, I I don't care, you know, fantasy-wise. I like George Kittle. So, like, to hear that he's been doing better and stuff. But he started off rough, too. I don't think Keenan Allen is in that top tier anymore just because they haven't been, like, tar- hyper-targeting him like that. Moore's had his struggles. It's there's You have some inconsistencies in that um, – wide receiver realm and then i do have my concerns with aaron jones so again i think you have the ability to pop off that's that's where you and and dom sort of like beat out darren darren uh darren has the ability to do what he did last week score 102 points i mean he's had his big big games and he i feel like his team should be more consistent but i don't know um yeah it, it's you definitely, you guys have the 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 home run hitters on there. So if you're everything's clicking like it has been the last two weeks for you, I think you're going to be pretty solid.
0: Yeah, I think you the you three could definitely be interchangeable during certain weeks. Like you said, though, you've been more consistent with top end scoring. You've second most points in the league for you. Yes. yes. So, yeah, definitely, I, I think you could have put yourself a little bit uh, in front of Dom and. I think looking at these, like Eric said, you you have Jones that could be a concern. He has, you know, Dom has Robinson that could be a concern. Darren has Pollard that could be a concern. So you guys definitely, compared to the other two, um, you know, that second tier, much closer. So it's definitely going to come down to the matchups on those. But, uh, you know, I agree so far, you know, you're not far off on the handicapping man Um, man where would you guys
1: okay i know we're not here yet but where (laughs) would you put between those three because i'd almost like look at it and go if maddie was in this he might be my favorite between all three of you guys i mean that's probably right
2: again i had to get lucky to beat him um you know he had a rough first few weeks but his team is solid um i'm i'm thankful we don't have to play him
1: again um (laughs) Sorry, exactly. I, I, I'm not knocking on your team. I mean, you guys are in the oh, playoffs think, for a reason. I don't think, per- I don't but think I'm Just like I... looking at it going, wow, Maddie's really could have like done something here. And it's like, yeah. oh, he's got to be, he you know he's salty right now about this. Well, he's not listening to this podcast. Well, uh, I'll, again, I, I just want
2: to reiterate, I, I love Maddie's team. Maddie's a hell of a manager. And um, yeah, he, he probably would have killed us all in the playoffs. So I'm thankful he's not in it. But it's not because I don't want him to be in it. Because I, I'm scared of his team. Yeah. Um, even after just, even after beating him, uh, I'm scared of him. So uh, we'll get to Darren next. Um, I put him at he's. I think the value pick to your point at plus five fifty. Um, he essentially does get a bye week with with Memo's team. Um, you know, his loss last week really gave him the dream matchup, right? You know, Memo essentially gave up his team early. You know trading cook for a bag of beans um and uh but i think you know lamar jackson i think where he goes is where darren goes um right you know his injury even if it slows him down a little bit um you know that really puts a ceiling on what darren can do um you know lamar jackson's a guy who can put up 40 points but he could also put up um you know three interceptions uh and so his running will always keep him in it, but, but if, he, if he gets out for any length of time, it's over, I think, for Darren. Um, the good news is he has Cooper Cup, who is in many ways like a lucky rabbit's foot and probably alone has pulled Darren into the playoffs kicking and screaming. So, um, yeah, I think Darren's a, a value pick. Uh, we'll see how Lamar Jackson's entry looks.
1: Do you guys know who the number one uh, tight end in the league is this year? Because we don't really do tight ends, but do you know who the number one is? Um, I don't. Who is it? Mark Andrews, and that's one on Darren's team. I mean, he's been he's been as good as uh, Kelsey as far as like consistency stats. They were talking about it on one of my podcasts today. He he's as consistent as targets are the are uh, neck and neck with Kelsey. So he's getting the targets, and it, he did it last week even without uh, Lamar in there. So that's like having another receiver in there. Um, he's he, like, you gotta love digs, Cooper cup, Mark Andrews. If Deontay Johnson's your third receiver on there, I mean, he's, he's got a good lineup and then he can also throw in Marquise Browns for that like home run pick every once in a while. I think if he gets Daryl Henderson back, that's what I was sort of looking at. Cause he's on the COVID it, it's really Daryl Henderson's going to bring up that team because it's, it's going to be tough without Tony Pollard. That's the where the question marks are. Like you said, Lamar Jackson, that's where his team goes. Um, but I, uh, there's a lot to like about Darren's team when you look at it and you break down the type of players that he has on there. It's just he's – he, this week's going to be tough matchup for him too because if you look at his three quarterbacks, Carson's going against New England. Uh, Mar, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Jones against Dallas and Lamar versus Green Bay. They're all top top seven defenses there. So, I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think you're probably right. Um, a lot of that stuff with Darren's team.
2: Lucky for him, he only he didn't have to play a very tough opponent this so week. Sorry, yeah. Memo. We're not trying to shit on your team. It's just he <laughs> gave up on the season of week five. So.
0: Yeah, no, I, uh, I Darren has got some uh, injuries that he definitely needs to, to try to make it through. You know, losing Jones, Daniel Jones from uh, the Giants, not good. He had Henderson on COVID. That's not good. Um, you know, his two running backs are, are time splitters and Clyde edwards Lair and Tony Pollard. Um, yeah, so he's he's got a tough road ahead of him. If Lamar Jackson is hurt, you know, he's going to be starting just one quarterback. So he, he's he got a tough road ahead. He's lucky he's got Memo this week, and Memo could pull off the upset. Could. I, don't well, that's, know, I think so, but yeah, uh, he's kind of in a prime position to possibly do it. Well, that's
2: how you make your money, right? And uh, Alexa, turn off, <laughs> turn off. Um, that's, uh, that's awesome. Um, so, Memo uh, at plus nine hundred. Um, after failing to break one hundred one points six different times this week or this year, um, he did the unthinkable and won his last three weeks of the season to dodge out. Uh, Matty, uh, a much deserving Maddie or Scotty, or Dave, um, and only two teams scored less than him for the season. But he gets Darren's team, uh, and then a murderous row of all the other teams we talked about. Um, in fact, many of which you know teams that are players have started on his team at the beginning of the year. Um, so here's hoping he can put together a full roster of starters, and you know it's possible he could play Cinderella, but I think you know. Having one week is one thing, having two weeks is another. I think it would be really tough for him to put three weeks in a row um, against uh, much better
1: competition. Yeah, we'll get, get into it. His his matchups aren't great either, so um, we could talk about that. But he, he, as, as much as I hated some of Darren's side, um, Memo's just – this is not – this is going to be a tough one. It'll be like, hey, I got these really great matchups, you know, it's gonna be me you know beating it beating up on this team i mean he really doesn't have like a, a big one that like you're like man that's that could set him apart like just really isn't much coming up so
0: yeah yeah i think we've talked uh enough on that and i think we're good on this uh i would say yeah memo's got a, a tough road ahead of him and um kudos to him for for scraping it out and uh Getting the wins when he needed them and, and getting in.
2: Yeah. So real quick, just to just to summarize. Ken at plus one thirty, Sean at two hundred, Dom at three fifty, PJ at four hundred, Yarn at plus five fifty, and memo at plus nine hundred. If you were gonna put hundred bucks on one of these these folks, where does the money go?
0: Mm. I don't know. I'm sticking with Sean. I've said it from the beginning of the season. I'm sticking with Sean—that's where my money goes. Consistent.
1: Uh, I don't know. I—I I'd, I'd wanted. I—I I'd, I'd like the value pick of Darren. Um, I'm worried about your 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 two matchup. Like I—I'm like, man, that'd be really. You know, you guys have the upside. Like I pick like, hey, Dom or or PJ, but um, at that price point. But it's like, okay, but you got to play each other. And then, like Ken, I'm just feel like I'm just getting my money back. So I mean, I, I win thirty bucks. So I mean, that's probably the most consistent, probably the the, the play to go with. But I mean, if I was a bet man, I'd probably put, you know, ten bucks on Darren just to see if I could win fifty. Fair enough. Cool. Well, that's
2: my topic.
0: PJ, who are you picking?
2: Um, I mean, I got to pick me, right? <laughs> I think I think I've got the team. Um, I've got everybody clicking. Uh, I, I love that nobody, nobody loves my team. Uh, I'm okay with that. Um, if I can make it past Dom, I think, um, you know, I, I feel, I feel like I've got a chance um, against, uh, against Sean.
0: Um, so we'll see how it goes. All right. All right. Cool. Fun topic. All right. Let's do the uh, upcoming matchups this week. We'll start with the consolation brackets. Uh I got the bye, and also Scotty has the bye, so I will not be a chump again. Uh, my streak continues since I've started, so I'm very proud of that. Um, that brings us to matchup of Maddie versus Brad. Maddie right now is projected at 111, although he's probably got a few people yep, that he's got to put into that starting lineup. And Brad is at 109. Um, Brad's got an injured running back in there. So I don't know if anybody's really, uh, yeah, they both have to set their lineups. I, I think it's pretty easy. I think, you know, Maddie's probably going to walk through this bracket, most likely. Um, so I'm not even going to look at the matchups. I will pick Maddie over Brad. Eric?
1: Um, yeah, like I said, I think Maddie's team could have done some stuff in the actual playoff bracket. So, um, sorry, Brad. I think uh, you and I are playing each other
0: next week. So, <laughs> and PJ,
1: uh, Maddie,
2: Maddie
0: to the house. All right, that then brings us to Max versus Eric. Eric one eleven, Max one twenty. Um, you know, it, it could be a it could be a little fight. Have, do, Eric, have, in the last three weeks, have you put over a hundred points up? Yeah. All right. Mm, let's take a look. PJ, what do you think? <laughs> I think
2: uh, uh, the jester takes it, and uh, I look forward to the skill set that you have, uh, Niz, at hosting and working this podcast. I think you're fantastic um, this year in fantasy football, not so much.
1: Um, I I am gonna prove that Max is a terrible terrible team Ooh. and manager in person and i hate max and i am gonna beat him down like the lowly dog that he is oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> because apparently that's what i sound like when i talk about max and i've never given max a glowing you know oh review if you've listened to this great. podcast he's great oh no, max is uh no no i'm just awesome. t- I'm, I'm talking in hyperbole uh, obviously because i love max's team and I'm going to get my ass
0: handed to me. I'm playing Brad next week. I don't know. It could be a little closer than we think. I'm um, just looking at something here. Yeah, I'll go Max, but I think it's going to be I think it's going to be close. You could, you could pull it out. Um, you don't have the worst matchups. He doesn't have anything too horrible. Um, but I will pick Max, but I think it could, I think you could pull an upset. So
1: yeah, I'm worried about I'm worried about Chubb going to Vegas. Vegas is just a, not a very good run defense, so and then Josh Allen just Josh Allen. I mean, I don't have anybody on my team at level Josh Allen. Um
0: so I mean, I
1: don't know. I'm worried. So, I don't think I I don't think I have a shot, but we'll see.
0: All right. That brings us to the championship quarterfinals. That brings us to Uh, Memo versus Darren. (laughs) Darren projected 140. Memo at 102. Uh, Yeah, I I don't even really need to get into this. No offense, Memo, but I'm going to go Darren. Um, He's got a complimentary lineup in there. Uh, I think Memo thinks he's going to get Carter back on the Jets, which is a possibility. So he might be actually more projected around 120 to 140, I would say, but Again, looking at this, I'm going to go, uh, Darren, um, PJ.
2: Yeah, um, I pick Darren for all the reasons we already discussed.
1: Yeah, um, if you if you deep dive deep into the uh, um, actual matchups, uh, Cousins hasn't done well against Chicago. I know Chicago's defense has looked a little uh, beat up, but um, it's a Monday night game where where Cousins just hasn't done. Well, I'm in prime time as well. So um, I I don't think you're going to get – like, Memo needs that, like, guy that's going to score him 25 and overdo these projections. And the guys that, that, like, could do that, like the Cousins, Jacobs, and Gronk, they don't have great matchups. So I don't see a Michael Gallup, like, scoring 30 points. He might, and we could be – you know, he he could – pull it upset. It's just the guys that need to to overshoot this. Um, Darren's got to have a lot go wrong in order, and, and Memo's got to have a lot go right in order for this to happen. So, yeah, yeah, I'm picking, picking Memo. Oh, I'm All sorry, Darren. Right.
0: <laughs> All right. And PJ, I'm sorry, did you pick? Yeah, I picked Darren. Yeah. Right, yeah, cool. Darren for the sweep. All right, that brings us to the matchup of the week. We have uh dom versus pj pj projected 140 dom 146 eric let me break it down for us what do you think what do you think is going to go on here this is really a tough
1: i mean like i love that the the, that you guys are so close in this um i I think the, the the style of defense that i was talking about the the two high safety um LA is was the first to roll it out. Uh, the The Chargers were the first to roll that out against Patrick Mahomes. So, I think they're going to have a tough time uh, against it. So, I do not like a lot of the matchups on because you know he is so uh, Dom's team is so like he he needs Mahomes to score a lot. He needs Hill to score a lot. And when you're when you're looking at it uh, at some of the other matchups, New England, Pittman has got Pittman Pittman's has been like a star. Well, what does New England do? They take away the stars. So, I mean, you can't really, you can't really look at that. Burrow has got to go into Denver. Uh, Mike Evans has got to play New Orleans. Who's got a a solid defense. Mixon's going to Denver. The only thing you got to go with is, Hey, maybe, maybe Robinson, they they finally believe in him and he's got to play Houston. So maybe he can get some running. Jefferson might do, might be solid against uh, uh, Chicago. I just – PJ, you've been so consistent. You've got the better matchups. I think Dom might have had a better team um, for most of the season than you, but I think you're going to beat him here just because of the matchups.
0: Yeah, uh, it's definitely going to be close, but I agree with Eric. The matchups aren't favoring – Uh, Dom, as much as I'm sure he would like, um, they're not horrible, but they're definitely not great. Like I like Stafford and Jefferson in Seattle, uh, Keenan Allen in Kansas city is not a bad one. We'll see how Aaron Jones fares against Baltimore. Eckler against Kansas city is good. Kittle obviously against Atlanta. Um, I think you got the juicier matchups, so I'm going to pick PJ myself, PJ bring it home.
2: Yeah. I mean, I got to pick myself. Um, but I'll say that, you know, uh, the, this this might be decided by, on Thursday night. I mean, you look at the Chargers versus Kansas City game where I've got uh, two players playing. He's got uh, two players playing. I, I think we're going to know what, where this, you know, tilts one way or the other coming out of Thursday. So, um, you know, the good news is um, – It'll be fun to watch. It's always fun to have a Thursday game that's interesting. But um, I think that's where, where it comes down to it. I, I like my team. Uh, I've always liked my team. And I think, um, you know, as much as I, I'm scared of Dom's team, I am um, gonna. I think I'm going to win this week. And I'm going to win by six points. Um, I'm going to win 152 to 146. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to beating down Darren or, or Sean or whoever the heck I have to play next week. Probably Sean
0: or Ken. Yep, should be a good matchup. So that brings us to the end of another great episode. Uh, PJ, final thoughts? Um, you know, all this
2: uh, it was really great. Uh, great matchups, great season for the regular season. We're ready to go in the playoffs. Um, you know, knock on wood, hopefully, COVID doesn't play a weird spoiler. Um, and, you know, make some team win uh, because half a team is out for a game coming up. Um, but, yeah, short of anything goofy, um, it's going to be a hell of a playoff. So, I'm super excited.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, I know it's a little bit later out on that uh, East Coast side. So, thank you again. Uh, Eric, final thoughts? Uh, I'm coming after all you guys next year,
1: and uh, my, my team is going to be the best next year, and, you know, Watch out, you know, Max. I'm coming for you first. You're the first one this week. I'm going to start it this week. So, for baseball or for <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got to have a false brag here because I don't really feel confident. It's t- as much as I love doing this podcast and I love talking about this team. I'm a little sad. I'm not going to lie. I don't like the, that I'm not in it. I've been in it the last couple of years, and you know, it's tough looking being looking out and stuff. You know, I'm passionate about the league cause I love talking about it. So it's tough for me to be out of it. So I don't want to be in this situation next year. I'm going to definitely uh, do my best, do my diligent coming out, but um, yeah, uh, it, I, I'm it's, I'm glad that it's at least been fun for me to watch you guys. It's not like a bunch of boring teams, you know, go me looking out going, oh, I hate all these teams. Why did I, you know, why am I friends with all these people? You guys got some fun teams and uh, Maddie, uh, my heart broke for you, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, definitely a fun season. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we hope you liked the episode, and we will talk to you soon. Have a good night, everybody.
1: Bye, right,
0: bye, guys. Yeah, trying to get out of doing the podcast. I- no.